November 7th, proper home. I want to preface this post a bit before I get into Monday night's episode by saying it is disappointing that we didn't get more, and I can see why it feels like Ben's story is getting pushed aside for another story that's fighting for screen time as it is. What I would say, though, is that for me, personally, it feels pretty typical of trauma aftermath in EastEnders, in that there is no aftermath. It doesn't make it good, but it makes it rather a standard for the genre. That said, I don't think there's been anything to suggest Ben is fine right now. The overlap of Lola's story is probably the main contributor there, but I also don't think it means he's not still struggling with the feeling of not being heard, a consequence of the charges against Lewis being dropped, as well as everything that's happened since the start of the year. I think that's why he's still struggling to talk, something that was highlighted last night and just before the reunion. I definitely think EastEnders could do more to make it explicit and link these things together, but I've always been about squeezing what you can out of what we're given and filling in the gaps where you can't. I haven't found it actively harmful, like the cochlear implant debacle of 2020, because I think there's something to be said about the fact that healing isn't linear, nor is there a right way to go about healing. And even if, worst case scenario, they never address it again, nothing can take away the fact that Ben is a survivor in a situation where many don't, and the message that it is possible to come out the other side after sexual assault. The impact of the initial story prompted many people to speak out and seek help, even if we didn't explicitly see Ben seek it himself. I feel like his story was the help. And I think that can coexist with the disappointment that not more was done at the tail end and the overlap into Lola's story and their part in that. Anyway, let's get into the episode. Ben and Lexi are having breakfast at the Beale House as Lexi tries to call her mum, but Lola isn't answering, terrified of facing up to Lexi and potentially having to lie to her again. Not to mention that intense fear she must be feeling about everything. Lexi is frustrated that her mum isn't answering and it sounds like she's tried more than once. Ben suggests she's probably sleeping and that instead they can go round to see Lola after school with cupcakes to make her feel better. He's picking at his cereal, not eating it, and I'd say Lexi probably did the same. Lexi makes it clear that she knows cupcakes don't make people feel better and in case we forgot that they're hiding the truth from her, she reminds Ben that the operation would have made Lola feel better. She's sharp and not willing to be fobbed off. And while Ben ordinarily loves that, such as when she brought out her list of demands for Lola and Jay, now it makes things tricky. So Ben changes the subject, suggesting she go clean her teeth in order to end the conversation. Lexi gets up just as Callum emerges from the stairwell, greeting Lexi as she passes him with a hand on her head. If we weren't sure he spent the night, Lola confirms it as she turns back to inform him that he snores and I think Ben scoffs at that as well as Callum. I can't help but think this might be the first time Lexi's discovering that Callum snores because she'd been awake while he was asleep, whereas last time they slept in the same place, it was Callum who laid awake while Lexi was sleeping. Callum staying over doesn't necessarily mean he shared Ben's bed, but if he did, I don't really think that's much of an issue, because I feel like comfort from Callum was the thing that Ben actually wanted in the wake of his assault, and some of the pain came from not getting that. Sex might be a different story, but that's yet to be brought up. Anyway, as soon as Callum sat down, Ben is getting up to put the bowls away. And Callum knows what he's doing, avoiding a conversation. Ben was noticeably quiet in the hospital during the previous episode, and I can't help but wonder if it was deliberate. 
to show that Ben doesn't know what to say or how to express or even process what he's feeling. And Callum sees the avoidance and tries to talk to him about it, telling him he can't pretend the doctor didn't say what he said, i.e. that Lola is going to die. Ben gets defensive, especially when Callum points out that Lexi thinks Lola's getting better. Callum knows that Lexi knowing the truth is inevitable and is probably worried that it'll hurt her more the longer they keep the truth from her. But the thought of telling her is something Ben can't face, which is totally understandable. He asks Callum if he's going to be the one to tell Lexi that her mum's going to die, and effectively ends the conversation, telling Callum, in no uncertain terms, that it's not going to happen. He doesn't want to entertain the idea, and Callum does get that, which is why he doesn't push it. But from that reaction, he knows that there will have to be a moment where Ben has to face the prospect of telling Lexi the truth, and he wants to be there to support Ben when that happens. Billy arrives at that point, expecting to take Lexi to school, taken aback when Ben says he's doing it. I'm not sure why they had that little moment, considering Ben doesn't object when Billy asks if he can do it. But maybe it's to show that Ben's trying to keep Lexi close to him, almost protectively, or doing the most he can to avoid having to confront anything. It seems that's what he's doing in the next scene, sitting on the laptop looking up new treatment options and success stories. Anything so that he doesn't have to talk about the prospect of losing Lola, to Lexi or to anyone. Kathy approaches him and asks about Lexi staying another night, which earns her a short reply from Ben asking if that's a problem. Kathy tells him that of course it's not a problem, but I think by asking she's reminded Ben that this temporary arrangement could become permanent, and that causes him to lash out. Kathy soon sees what he's doing, and like Callum, understands why he's being prickly. She tells him it's not down to him to fix Lola, but Ben doesn't think so. She's an incredibly important figure in Ben's life, as the mother of his daughter and his best mate's, or rather brother's, girl, and he can't rest until he's done everything he can. Kathy seems to know that he's not addressing the effect it's having on him, that the research is more of a distraction from the reality of it. But when she mentions not talking to her, Ben interrupts to tell her he is talking to her, she's just not listening. And I feel like this is a sticking point for Ben, that when he talks, he's not heard anyway or nothing changes, so what's the point? They made a point of this just before the reunion, Ben specifically saying that talking is pointless. The Lewis News reinforced this for him. I think he knows he's not talking in terms of how he's feeling, but is covering that up by pointing out that Kathy's not listening to him talk in practicalities. Talking about how he's feeling is scary, and he's found that consistently difficult. He's made breakthroughs, but having that Lewis news right before they found out about Lola set him back, I reckon. Anyway, Kathy suggests he talks to Callum, and you can see that Ben finds that prospect scary, trying to slip back into the practicality of getting a treatment for Lola. I get the feeling that maybe he and Callum haven't actually talked about things properly, kind of like when they went on honeymoon without addressing much until they returned. Kathy points out that they're in this together, and pleads with him not to push Callum away. The nod from Ben seems to acknowledge that that's what he's in fact doing, and he needs to try and find a way to talk about things. This is where a line about Lewis and the charges being dropped would have been really appreciated to link the two together, but I guess we can't have everything. Regardless, though, I think it's established that Ben is struggling at the moment, and is trying to be practical so he doesn't have to talk about it. The next time we see Ben, he's in the same place we left him, on the sofa, laptop on his knee. Only it's dark now, the light's now turned on. I'd say he's been on the internet all day looking for answers. 
That's where Callum finds him, and he tries to talk to Ben as Ben's still absorbed in whatever he's reading. Callum sits across from him as he tells Ben he doesn't have to deal with this on his own. But Ben's busy commenting on how he can't pronounce some of the words in front of him and starts to tell Callum about a woman who had months to live and a doctor put her on a trial, but doesn't share the ending of that story as he notices Callum's persistence and pauses to listen. I feel like hearing Ben refuse to accept that there's nothing more can be done only steals Callum's resolve to make the suggestion he's about to make. And he makes it clear that it's in order to look after and support Ben. He doesn't actually get as far as the suggestion, though, because Lexi is soon rushing in, Jay having picked her up. Turns out she did get the cupcakes after all, including, drumroll, unicorn cupcakes. Ben does his best to feign enthusiasm, and Lexi rallies them all together to go and see Lola. Ben and Callum share a tight smile as Ben passes him to leave, and Callum is obviously resigned to the fact that he'll have to bring his suggestion up to Ben later on. They all arrive at the hospital, Lexi excited to show Lola the cupcakes she got. Ben takes on the role of grumpy realist, ironic considering his current stance on Lola's outlook, by pointing out that the cupcakes aren't made of real unicorns. They watch with fondness and amusement as Lexi suddenly decides they need plates, and off she goes to see what she can find. While she's doing that, Ben tells Lola about the treatments he's been looking at, and stories of people who survived when they were told they wouldn't. It's something they all want to believe is possible for Lola, which is why I think no one pushes back on giving Lola false hope. Ben manages to convince Lola that it's not over. I think Callum very carefully doesn't back up this idea, nor does he contradict it, but instead tells Lola that they've got her back. He goes on to say that Lexi can stay with them at theirs whenever Lola wants, to give her some rest. Lola's visibly touched by it, reaching for Jay's hand to squeeze, while Ben turns to Callum in confusion over the hours phrasing. Yep, Callum's decided now is the moment to tell Ben what he tried to tell him earlier. Maybe continuing that not-wasting-time sentiment. Lola can tell Callum's about to do something cute and raises her eyebrows knowingly at Ben, who smirks back at her, as Callum tells him he can't support him properly from his mum's. He wants Ben to move back in with him. It feels like they've been careful once more to make it about Balaam rather than practical reasons like looking after Lexi. While that would still have been cute, and it's obviously a factor, I think it's better that Callum's main motive is to support Ben. I think he knows there's going to be a moment when it really hits Ben and he wants to be there for that. Ben feigns nonchalance as Callum pulls him in, but he's fighting a smile, and the protest when Callum talks about a proper home, which, by the way, means he never considered it as such without Ben there is very much just for show. He jokes about the grand gesture and how he's worried Callum is about to get down on one knee. Ha ha ha, because they're already married, get it? And he gets a shut up in response. A very half-hearted one, which is softened even more by the head scratches Callum gives Ben full of affection. It warms Lola's heart too, who had been rooting for them. Definitely not a no from Ben then. Callum keeps his arm around Ben as Ben tells Lola that they're going to give this everything they've got. And after Lexi returns with her findings, disposable sick bowls, Lola turns back to Ben and states her intention to live. Oh, Lola. It's so tricky because, of course, no one wants to accept that they're going to die. And Lola would definitely rather believe she's going to live than have to tell Lexi the truth. But Lexi not knowing until there's not much time left might really affect her knowing she'd not made the most of the time left. And as for Ben, he hasn't had the emotional release that the others have had yet, and I feel like that pressure will become too much eventually, 
and he'll have to start talking.